Hey, hey guys, you're tuning in to the Mina B Podcast. It's your girl, Mina B, and I am back with another episode, episode 42. And just so y'all know where to find me, at Mina Doll on IG. That's my personal page, but you guys know. Hit me up for episodes, Q&A, all that good stuff at the Mina B Podcast. That's the Mina B Podcast. That's the IG page. And um, for Ask Mina B um, at gmail.com for all y'all inquiries. I know y'all going to be in the DMs anyway, but questions, uh, advice, dating issues, y'all know where to do. Email me. Um, so y'all know the episodes are on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud for my SoundCloud heads. Um, all links are in my bios. So I know I was supposed to do this episode last week, but I thought I'm going to wait for this girl so we can do this episode or whatever. So go ahead and introduce yourself. What it do, everybody? It's your girl, Tata Goddess. You already know what the fuck going on. Period. Uh, good. All in the West End, but I'm from the Bell Road. Let's get it. So where can I find you, Ty? Oh, you can find me on all streaming platforms at Ty the Goddess, um, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal. Um, for as far as my social media, Instagram at Ty the Goddess, T Y E T H E G O D D E S S. Same thing for my Instagram. I have a Facebook uh, page, uh, Ty the Goddess, T Y E T H E G O D D E S S. Yeah. So, where are you from originally? Oh, I, that question is just so. Because you know, like, every nobody from Atlanta is from Atlanta. Oh yes, I am not you, from Atlanta. It'd be ten people and one person is from Atlanta. So I'll let you tell me. Okay, I was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. A couple years later, I moved to Riverdale, Georgia, and I lived there for about ten years. Mm. So this is where okay. I had my childhood, basically. Okay. After my mother got a divorce, she moved me and my brother to Nashville, Tennessee. That's why I did the end of my middle school high school well a little bit of elementary middle school high school mm-hmm. they ended up going to college in Knoxville okay. so I just I claimed Nashville because that's really where I had all of my memories roots. my root well, my roots you know I met all my friends and things like that so I I, I claim Nashville all right. I just say Tennessee I'm from Tennessee you're from Tennessee so tell the folks what you do who's tied the goddess what is she about like tell us tell us about how you got started um and if if they don't know she's a rapper up and coming rapper and she is fucking dope but tell Thank them a little you. bit about you know your background and how you got started so tell the goddess she i've really been doing music and writing pretty much all my life it really started with short short stories poems just about little love songs little boys that i thought was cute little things like that i've always liked like to write just about anything i used to have mm-hmm. my stepfather just buy me notebooks every single day and i would just write so kind of started with that then as i got older started dealing with boys on a different type of level and started getting my feelings hurt it kind of mm-hmm. turned into anger and more aggressive than it turned into rap okay so i've been pretty much taking myself serious in the studios for about five years now i started when i was 18 the first song i ever released was called money creep it's on soundcloud like my mom loves that song she when i first told her hey mom i want to start like actually rapping like for real she was kind of just like you know because you're no parent really wants to hear their child say mm, they want to be a rapper but once she actually heard my music mm-hmm. she actually heard that I could actually put something together seriously and it's been kind of going ever since then so you had the support that's awesome yes my mom is very very supportive shout, shout out, out to, to mom. mom yes shout she out to my mom she's very supportive now here recently she don't really like the content that because I talk you, about because you a little grown now she, so. yes I'm 23 she don't necessarily like the content 
However, I have to let her know that it's just, I, I try to be as honest and vulnerable in my music as right. possible. I, I like talking about things that I feel like other women my age are really going through. I'm not trying to appeal to the 40 year old's mom. Like, I've been trying to explain that to her, but she, she don't understand, but she knows that with this type of platform you should really speak about different things mm-hmm. when people are listening to you i don't feel like i speak about bad things i'm more so either. i'm more so talk about female independency fuck these niggas you know get your own bag right. that's more so what i talk about however she want me to stop being such a potty mouth and our mothers will always you know. want to tell us not to curse my mother tells me and i'm from new york so you know my mouth is yeah hard but my mother yeah. hates it she'd be like Y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta be humble with your mouths. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm so trying. Even as I'm getting a little older, I'm like, I'm trying. So, you know, my it's sister's around your age, too. So, I'll be like, damn, yeah. we talk crazy. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio, too. So, I'm like already You're passionate. A passionate, aggressive, you know, in tune with my emotions. Not saying that I'm not intelligent, because she's like, you're so intelligent. Mm-hmm. I'm super smart. I I haven't, I didn't make a B until my senior year of high school. I was mm-hmm. a salutatorian in high school. You're went, very well spoken. Went to DECA Nationals. Like, I'm a really, really smart girl. So she's just like, you know, you started college at 16 years old. Like, you have so much other things to talk about. Right. Like, why do you, you feel like you got to cuss or reference this every now and again? But I'm just like, mom, you know. It's just normal. It's what's out. It's it, hot right now. That's what's going on right now. And it's like once I get that platform where a lot of people, more people are actually listening to me, I feel like my content will change as I grow and mature and, you know, go through different life experiences. Right. But what I'm talking about right now, I'm really going through. Like there's no cap in my rap. Like that's just what's Speaking about no cap. So you just no dropped cap. a single, Big Cap. Um, Big Cap. And that shit is dope. Thank like you. I was like, that shit is on title. Yeah, I can get it. So tell us about Big Cat. Like, what's what's the what's the premise? What's the premise? Because oh, you already know Atlanta is cap cap cap. Oh my cap, gosh! And this cap. is the crazy part. Atlanta like, is cap city, baby. Believe it or not, I wrote Big Cap when I was in college. I think I wrote that like my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. So I've just been sitting on that for a long, long, long okay. time. Uh, so really, just more so started off. There was this guy in particular that was really going around talking about, like, we had sex, we did all this, when it's the honest, genuine truth. And it just brought up other type of situations, how men that you're dating, you know, they say this girl, they sis, but come to find out, they done messed around, oh. you know, they end up doing that's shit. That's why, yeah, I can you never know? get with these niggas when they say, oh, that's sis. No, that's not sis. That's your sister, but like, fucking her. This must no, be incest. especially, especially it's when it's been a short period of time that y'all yeah. know each other. No, 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 no. You try to smash, or you are smashing, or you guys did smash, yeah. and it just didn't formulate into anything else. So don't cap on that. Please don't. So it was just bullshit like that going on so i'm just like people be cap as hell and then mm-hmm. moving to and the to be honest i wasn't even gonna release big cap uh-huh. i have so much music that i've recorded that i just feel like it's old now it's old me mm-hmm. i don't have the same cadence anymore i'm a little bit more confident in my music now uh-huh. so i really wasn't even gonna release it but after i moved to atlanta i was <laughs> like oh it's time because the flex the cap the finesse out here is fucking crazy it's yeah. not like this in tennessee okay like you know people are a little bit more modest they're not really more so trying to do stuff for the image out here everything's everything about perception and, and you know i'm not downing people from atlanta my little brother from atlanta i love atlanta it's cool atlanta's home period like, you know it's cool i moved back so it's it's obviously something that you know there's something about this place that's special but yeah, but there are some it's just it's it's, it's some funny shit going on out here like i don't know is that this i don't know if it's the black hollywood thing yeah, i don't know if it's the 
you know, just the idea that so there's just so much going on on any given day of the mm-hmm. week that you can get into a club, get into a party, get into an yep. event or whatever, and you you just be walking in the mall and you see a celebrity. So it's yeah. just you know it's it's just a very very popular town. Mm-hmm. The traffic shows, and they always tell us yeah. from New York and like, oh yeah, New Yorkers need to go back home. First of all, bitch. We don't care. People don't care from all over to Atlanta. Everywhere. It's not only the New Yorkers. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, everywhere. But it's been a second home to me for the past, like, shit, eight, nine years now. So, mm-hmm. I'm just like, there is an essence to it, though. These niggas out yeah, here are Yeah, it's a beauty fraudulent. to it, but they, it's fraud as fuck. Yeah. And I see it with my own eyes. Like, you know, living in Tennessee, you would see all the different people that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They got all these followers. They got this. They got that. But you don't know what goes on behind those screens. Right. You don't know what people really go through, what they live in like. You don't see that. Because right. nobody really trying to post their bad. Not most people. No, you know, nobody, want you nobody, to see nobody's see their vulnerable their side. Of course not. So, you know, just actually seeing it with my own eyes, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I definitely got to release this song now because it just makes too much sense for things that are still going on. And right. I wrote that in my junior year of college. Right. So, just... I was just like, it's time. And then I was at 255 one day. RP to 255. Oh, my God. Oh my God. 255 burned down, 255. man. Shout out to my sis, Callie, Desiree, Ray, Brianca. Shout out to y'all. Such a good little spot. Like, when yeah, you want to get cool. lit real quick, you just go in there. Bartenders was dope. Always fucking doing their thing on the drink. Yeah. The hookah was always good. It was just yeah. always a cool-ass spot to go to. But yeah, I was at 255 one day and then like the the cover for it because I did a cover art for Mm -hmm. a big cap. It just came to my head like I wanted to do something that was exaggerated, which is why I had I got some custom made lashes. Them shits was just like feathers. They they were just out. They were just, you know, they were just doing a lot. Uh Got the super large cap. A lot of people say, oh, that's the Erica Badu vibe. Honestly, it was. But but I I thought about Pharrell when you had that hat on too. But I didn't think that until people brought it to my attention on the back end. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it's still dope. It still makes sense. But I got the big hat to make it, you know, exaggerated. I had the fake money. Yes, that money in there is fake. (laughs) The the diamonds and stuff was fake. It was for a reason. It was a deeper message. More so, I wanted to teach about just not being so big on perception because mm-hmm. perception really can be false a lot yeah, of times. Absolutely. Like what some everything that glitters is not gold. Like that shit is so real. So that's why I drop big caps. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's a fucking good song, sis. Thank you. Like I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Thank you. But wait, what's the other song that you had already? Already. Already They played that all the time at Brooklyn. Bitch. Shout out to Bobby Rhythm. Right. Bobby Rhythm is he, I love he him. did his thing. He did his thing while it was open, but we're not gonna go there. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. No love. No love. Zero, period. Um, so yeah, like I'm like, this girl is doing her thing. She's out here hustling. I seen your work ethic and I just thought that I was like, you know what? Bitches could hate, bitches could say whatever they want to say, but you really be fucking out here. I be trying like, like doing your thing. Talk about what about your other entrepreneurial endeavors and like the other things that you got going on as a 23 year old woman. Like my little sister's 24 and she got the hustle spirit, but she's still trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And I kind of compare y'all two in a way because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like she's almost there, but you're mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really be on your fucking shit, like, trying to... I don't feel like it. I don't feel like I'm there. But you know what? But that's the thing. You're not going to feel like it because you're going to feel like you're always going to want to be doing more. Right. Or whatever. And I'm going to tell you, Ty, you're always going to feel like that. Yeah. Even going in your 30s, you're going to feel like that because on the outside looking in, everyone's like, oh, well, you got a good job Mm -hmm. and you got a nice car and you got a nice spot and you work a day job and you got a podcast Mm -hmm. and you do this and you do that. I feel like I ain't doing shit. Right. 
We're always our worst critics, though. Exactly. So that's always going to be the case. You're always going to be hard on yourself. But talk about the other things that you have going on. Because I think that's pretty remarkable that you are an artist. You do have your hustles. Mm -hmm. And you have businesses. Yeah. So my first business, um, I started that... What was that? The beginning of my senior year in college, Black Box Bundles. It is a virgin hair company. Uh, I started that business simply because in Knoxville, Tennessee, I went to the University of Tennessee. There weren't really any hair stores or any like black beauticians that mm-hmm. or beauticians period that catered to our hair, black women's hair. Uh-huh. Um, of course, I went to UT is a PWI, so it wasn't really that many of us as well. However, we were prevalent. We were there, right? But there was nowhere to buy good quality hair there without having to get it shipped. Mm-hmm. There was nobody really there to do our hair. We had a couple stylists on on campus, things right. like that. But kitchen beauticians, kitchen beauticians, but they they did their thing. So shout out to them. So I'm like, okay, I see this as an opportunity for me. And there's you know there's black locals in Knoxville as well. So there was a, a black community there that I felt like I could appeal to, and it just went crazy. Like my first month, I tested out a couple vendors because mm-hmm. I always like to test things. If I'm putting right. my name on it. I wanted to be the shit. Like, that's something uh, one of my grandfathers always taught me. If you do something, make sure you can put your name right. on it. So, I tested different vendors. And at the time, I thought I had a pretty good vendor. So, I went with it. My first month, I profited 2K simply off the, the ladies in my on my campus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, first I was a little bit scared about it. But I just went out on faith. And I just kept going ever since then. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I started that my senior year of, of high school or college. So things got real crazy. Mm-hmm. My grades started dropping just because the money was coming in. I was also working as yeah. well. I've always been a hustler. Right. Like, as my mom, as my whole family, I've been working since I was 14 years old. First, I started working for my grandfather. And then it just started from, like, different little other places. But I always had a hustle. Always mm-hmm. trying to get some money. Absolutely. So I kind of had to slow down on the marketing for that simply because I needed to graduate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm here for. Right. So I kind of slowed down on my marketing. But... Got it back popping, you know, once I moved to Atlanta. It's still building its way up because now I have way more competitors. Right, of course. You know, this is Atlanta. But I still feel like once I get it branded well and be able to actually market it better as far as, like, photo shoots, you know, getting some people to actually test the hair themselves and, Mm -hmm. you know, promote it, I feel like that'll pop more. Also have Black Lash ATL. You know, lashes is a big deal, sis. Yeah, lashes. Once I got to Atlanta, I'm like... Bitches out here like to be cute. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do what they need to do to be cute. So I was like, I like lashes. I didn't necessarily need like a license or anything to do that. Mm-hmm. So I started doing the lashes, took trainings for that. Mm-hmm. And that went really good. I was going hard. Like I had just quit my job at Enterprise. I was working at Enterprise, rent a car. Quit that and I needed to do something. I was like, I'm tired of working for people. Right. Like I'm such an entrepreneur at heart. Like I've always did something like that. When I lived in Atlanta, I was our neighborhood candy lady. I had pickles, freezies, everything. Like, <laughs> that's just always been me. Always need to make some money. So I was like, I'm tired of this. So I just went ham with Black Lash ATL, and that went really, really good. Shout out to all my clients. I love y'all so, so much. That's doing it. And so then do I you kinda, travel to people's houses? Do they come to you? No, they come to me. They come to you. They okay. come to me. Nice. Yes, and I have a condo, so it's really nice. So mm-hmm. it ain't, you know in nobody kitchen or nothing like right, that right right but right it's really nice so my clients they're they're pretty they respect it and they come they support me 
share me. So that's going with that. Awesome. Cause you don't yeah. have to do my lashes. They really curly. And I'm like, once I started popping lashes on and I learned how to do my lashes myself, I was like, oh no, this yeah, shit. Yeah, putting strips on every day. This shit be annoying. It's annoying and it's hard, especially with one eye. One eye wants to fight you yeah. and the other eye is perfect. So I'm just like, okay. Then you feeling insecure when you know it's one coming off. Girl, and then on top of that, you be sitting there like, when you do your beat, your beat don't be the same. Yeah, it don't be the same without lashes. lashes. Man. So ladies, if you're in Atlanta, Black Lash ATL, come get your lashes done. I got specials going. Yeah. October. And if you need hair, period, Black Box Bundles. And I'm going to tag Everything. all her pages on the description box for y'all to see. Yes, yes. So, you do a feature on your IG. Mm-hmm. Talk My Shit Tuesdays. Yes. Girl. Which is being trademarked. You need to trademark it. Hashtag it. I got merch on the way. Everything. Everything was supposed to drop on my birthday, which is October 26th. But Happy life, belated. Thank you so much. But life, honestly... But yes, talk my shit Tuesdays. But you're gonna drop. Baby. But you're gonna drop that project because at the oh, end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a matter of just putting things together, putting things in perspective, and everything comes out in its own time mm-hmm. and when it's supposed to. Yeah. So don't rush nothing. Yeah. You do it at your own pace. You do right. it at your own time because you've been dropping music, and that's just that's the biggest part. I've right been there. being more consistent, and I'm proud yeah. of myself. I've really yeah. been trying. So. And I think you have something going on that's really great, and you are you know picking up a little buzz, and I don't think you yeah. should stop. Don't stop for nobody. Don't yeah. get deterred. It's hard. It's not fucking easy. But I'm telling you right now, if I did, I did a couple of things when I was your age, mm-hmm. and I had the entrepreneurial spirit, but I also was hustling. I was working for a lot of different people, mm-hmm. and I was freelancing. I wish I kept doing it, and I'm telling you right now, keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it. I'm working keep on it. Keep doing it, sis. You gonna do it? You gonna do it? Or whatever. Yes. So I'm going to get us warmed up. So we're gonna do a female rap edition. Okay. Um, of current female rappers in the game and i want you i'm gonna just throw some names out oh lord listen 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 listen. i'm ready i'm ready do it in order in order of from the best to the worst oh man what what i'm listening okay sweetie cash doll megan the stallion cardi b Nicki minaj can I explain my reasoning Absolutely. for everything? And, okay, disclaimer, because I know this is going to go viral. I already know. <laughs> disclaimer, I, can, I, I love all the female rappers. I appreciate the platform that each of these ladies are bringing to us because being in this industry is very, very hard. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of pressure. We have to be basically perfect mm-hmm. to be successful. So shout out to all of these ladies. However, if I'm just ranking on my preference. Right, on your preference. And, and what your I opinion. like, this is how it's going to go. Okay, so we have Sweetie, Cash Doll, Megan, Cardi, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to give Nikki her props because she has been in this game for a long time. She's put in a lot of groundwork. She's really, you know, kind of set the tone for other artists. Period. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not a Nikki fan though. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. I appreciate some of her music. However, I, I wonder why aren't you a Nikki fan? What what is, what is it about? I like her. her I'm, I'm more I like her music. I don't like her character. I'll say that. Okay. Some okay. of the things that I've seen and how she acts, I feel like it was a lot of hate towards Cardi. And I didn't really like that at first because I feel like, you know, there's room for all of us. Like, all of us can make money. And I think this is always my argument because I was a diehard Nicki fan. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely loved when Cardi came out Mm -hmm. because 
I felt I like I don't give a fuck who's writing for her. I don't give a fuck who was helping her because everybody has help. I don't give a fuck what Nikki says. Safari helped her. Right. I'm from New York. I could say that. I don't give a fuck. Right. Yes, you may have hit the pen in the paper, but you right. had assistance. Right. Everybody has had assistance. Right. Drake has had assistance. Everybody has. So, Disclaimer, I... Disclaimer, not of Goddess. I'm 100% behind that. Period, period boo. Just saying. <laughs> so, my thing is this, um, and I've had... I've, when they had the beef and they had the fight, um, I did an episode with another young lady from Brooklyn and we mm-hmm. talked and we chopped it up. We talked about that. Um, I went on another... Uh, podcast. Just shout out to uh, Lauren XOXO and friends. I hopped on their podcast because I guess I was like a New York authority on female rap. And I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm of a certain age, you know, thirty something years young. And I feel yeah. like it was one of those situations where Kim did certain things, and you did certain things like Kim. Right, and you emulated Kim, and when Kim shitted on you, because she did, and I don't give a fuck when nobody say y'all can fight me at me, DM me, we could talk about it all day, every day. Kim did shit on a lot of bitches in this fucking rap game, from Foxy to to Eve, everybody. She shit on a lot of people. And I love Definitely Kim. Love Kim. Kim is period a legend. She's always yeah. going to be a legend. And she just dropped a new um album out, and yeah, I, I think it's, Kim. it's pretty dope. I'm not even gonna hold you, but. She did that shit to Nikki, and Nikki had an opportunity to turn it around, to and instead she turned around and did it to somebody else. Yeah. And that's that's what's problematic to me because yeah. your, your caliber and your pen yeah. is so amazing. Right, you should never and feel it's like, threatened. Nikki, we know you the shit. Like we we know this, so it's like you don't have to try to at all somebody else's you life know, to you, make your she, shine. She, she could be a little tacky at times, but she's a girl from Southside Jamaica Queens. I don't expect yeah. nothing different from her. She wanted to be as normal, but as different as possible like right. right i'm gonna do this pop shit i'm gonna wear the colorful hair like bitch there was kim did the colorful hair shit but you built a fucking multi-million right. dollar business and platform yeah. that the female rap game has never seen before mm-hmm. they've never well, seen at least in a while and the what 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 queen latifah and don't get me wrong queen latifah's done amazing things but she transition into Hollywood. She transitioned yeah. into acting, into her, mm-hmm. her cover girl com- campaigns and makeup and stuff like that. And she's done an excellent job. But at the end of the day, you took this platform, you took this moment and you catapulted it to another level. And bitches is following your footsteps. Mm-hmm. No matter if they like you or like what you say or like what you're about. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are... are a lot of you. them are. A lot of them Which are emulating is why I say, you. I'm gonna put some respect on Nicki Minaj because she's been in this game and she's been doing her thing and she has really but the hater shit? broke a lot of barriers. But I did not care for the shit that she did to Cardi. Yeah, like, I just didn't really care for it. I thought it was real tacky and it's like y'all from the same damn near the same place. Yeah, it's like I, I really feel like you should have big sister or or some right. shit like that because right. you done been through this and shit. Also, you done see all types of games and Cardi's. Still new money, and she's still hood. Yeah, she still has that relevance of herself. So you could have embraced her. Yeah, you could have gave her some showed her showed her the way. Give her some tips. Give her some tidbits. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So that's that. That's that on that. Nikki hers. Now I'm gonna go with um, Meg. Okay. Because I've been watching Megan for a, a while, Me like too. while she was still in school, like me and her was in school at the same time. Okay, so you know, you, so yeah. seeing another girl that's in college doing this shit, like I think my mom had tagged me like on her Instagram because my mom had seen her. This was years ago. She was like, "Wow, this girl's in college too, like mm-hmm. you know, doing it like that's awesome, Ty." And I was like, "Hell yeah, that's awesome!" And she like she's dope, and like she was really spitting, like mm-hmm. so I thought that was dope. And now to see her at the caliber she is now mm-hmm. and doing it, just living. 
living her best life, having a fun time with it. I just think that's dope as hell. Yeah, I love Megan. So love shout out Megan. to Megan. Shout out to Megan the Stallion. Uh, I'll go with Cardi next. Okay. Because I just feel like you know she just used every platform that was given to her to her advantage, and she made that shit work. Here recently, I haven't really been a fan of her character because I'm real big on character. Mm-hmm. I don't really do the perception. I don't give a fuck how many platinum records you got. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a people person. Like I, I like your mindset more than anything. Mm-hmm. So if your character turned me off, really made me not even like your music no more. Mm-hmm. So here recently, Rhythm and Flow, like that show came. On. I haven't watched every episode. I think I'm on episode two. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it. Shout out to my sis London B though. London B is amazing. Shout out to my sis. She killed that shit. Anyways, the way Cardi B was acting on that show really kind of turned me off. Okay, so you're the second person that said it. So what exactly about her personality on the show? Like, is it the lack of vernacular? She's not speaking well? Or she's just acting a fool? It's her how she's talking about people. Like, very rude. Like, one of the contestants, which ended up being one of the main fucking people Mm -hmm. on the show, like, as soon as he came out, oh, I thought he was a janitor or some shit like that. Like, that really turned me off. Cause I'm just Do you like, think she bitch. was trying to be funny or she was capping? I mean, she said it multiple times. Yeah. Like, how many ha-ha he's do you need? Okay. It was just kind of tacky. And it, it was like, that wasn't even the only thing. It was other things like that just okay. really turned me off. And I'm like, damn, Cardi, I fucked with you. Like, I liked how everybody was against you and shitted on you. Like, I've been like her since loving hip-hop. Right. Like, I fucked with her. Like, because she was just herself. Her skits and all her shit you know, that she, she was when herself. she was a stripper was amazing. I but thought she was like, hilarious. Yes. But it's like now, the I feel like the fame that kind of got to her. And mm-hmm. she gotta kind of got to be defensive because people be on her ass. Yeah. So, I can't really speak because I ain't never been in her shoes. I ain't never been right. on that platform to where everybody in your fucking business, everybody on your ass. So, you know, I can't really say. However, I did not care for her. Her character on that show. So it really turned me off. But I like the songs that she do put out. Whoever writes that shit. Good for them. You know. So I'll go with Cardi next. I'll go with Cash Doll after that. I fucking love Cash man. Oh my god. Like I don't think she. Not to cut your shit off. But I don't think she's the best rapper. But it's just the thing she's talking about. It's catchy. You be like. (laughs) Cash is the fucking goat. Like she about that bread. And like. No, I think she has more growth. Mm-hmm. She has a lot more growth, and I think she's gonna hit that. She was locked into her contract for a very long time, mm-hmm. so I think that she's gonna hit. She's gonna catapult. I, I see it for her for sure. So yeah, I, I'll say Cash Doll next. I'm not really a Cash Doll fan. You won't really catch me listening to her music. However, she have a lot of music to put out. Yeah, with being in that contract. contract. Yeah, yeah, being in that contract like that. But the stuff I hear recently, I'm not really a fan of. Okay. But shout out to her. She putting on for the brownie. She's beautiful. Love you know, she's working her moves. So shout out to Cash Doll. <laughs> and, and then last but not least, last but not least, Sweetie. I, I I really just feel like a lot. Oh no! Tell I don't want to be on. No, no, tell me, tell me what oh, you think about Sweetie. No, because I, I don't want to be that bitch. Because I already know I'm gonna be. What do you feel on that level you, one day? What do you feel about it? I kind of feel like it's a gimmick. Like, everybody's not meant to be no rapper. Do you, do you Everybody think she, can't rap. Do you rap. think she's manufactured? Absolutely. Because I feel, I, the, what was the first little album that she had, or first little EP that she had, and she had the now, blonde wig? Hold on, wait, pause. I take it back, because I, I, I like, uh, what's that song? You've been waiting around too long. That first EP, I like that EP. And good, my, and, that's the name of that song. And then my hunger used to clown me because I used to talk about the um what was it? Oh my god. 
Oh, wait, tan white toes in the toy flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, cause that's the type of shit that we wear. Like, she's real, it was real yeah. regular to me. Like, I don't know, I like the song. And know. it generated a lot of play on YouTube, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, I'll see it for her or whatever. Yeah. And then she just kind of blew up and I'm like, it's, it's catchy. Let's just put it I like, just don't it's feel catchy. like everybody is meant to be rappers. Like, a lot of female rappers now, y'all are, y'all pretty. And y'all know how to talk. She's pretty as shit, though. Very beautiful girl. Yeah. So I'm not discrediting her. I don't know nothing about her character, but as far as like skills that mm-hmm. we're talking about, no, I think she's pretty much trash when it comes. Because I don't to think that. I don't. I, and I'll I be see, honest, I don't see her being doing a cipher. Like I don't see no. her. She's not. She's not like hell that. Hell no. I don't even like doing fucking ciphers, but I can still kill that shit. Period. Shout out to the progress support. The all female cipher is on YouTube everywhere. Anyways, but like I seen her like go up to J Cole. Like it was an old old video. She uh-huh. just went up to J Cole and started like freestyling for him, and that shit was trash. Oh my god! And I'm just real. like, damn. Okay, you gotta show me that. I gotta see it. I don't know. It was on Instagram somewhere, and people was on her ass. But I'm just like, a lot of I've seen a lot of female artists that have came out recently just doing it just to do it. I have like a real passion. A real for passion. Shit. So it's like, funny. Did you been see? Doing it. It's, it's totally off topic, but on topic. Ti. Jumps on a sh- jumps on I, I don't breakfast know, club breakfast club and he was talking about what Iggy they, they asked him what was the worst thing of your career or worst thing that you were part of to that effect and he t- said was talking about Iggy Azalea oh yeah <laughs> I was sick how did well, you well I mean <coughs> I know I was definitely bopping fancy when I had went to Cali and all types Bitch, of shit fancy was lit but then she also had like an EP before that oh god it was so long ago and it I- was. That EP was so dope. Like, you remember Tumblr days? Yeah. They used to take... Oh, I miss Tumblr. Right. They used to take GIFs or GIFs mm-hmm. off of that video because it was so glamorous mm-hmm. when she was spitting. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was when she was... She, I guess maybe she had more black representation. Like, I think that at the time she had T.I. behind her well, and stuff like that. And then... That's what he said. I guess Fancy dropped and that was the number one song for a very long time. Long it time. did. It did numbers. And after that, it was just like, okay, sis. Then what? 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 What next? And that's the thing, as far as like trying to be an artist. Like, are you really an artist, or are you a gimmick? Right. Like, and I talk about a lot of those things in my project, the Goddessy that will be releasing soon. Like, a lot of I feel like a lot of female artists now are mm-hmm. really like gimmicky, even in the things that they talk about, what they look like, how they move. Like, it's just lame. Like uh-huh. y'all doing it because y'all are beautiful women, and I just think that's whack because it's really like watering down the the culture okay. as far as like rap music hip-hop music you know it kind of started from a place people to vent and actually talk about shit that was going on in their cities right in they state stuff like that but now it's just people saying shit that people want to hear and mm-hmm. just to be the most wretched thing right now like i don't know i don't i don't know i can't really keep up with that shit i feel like that's why i ain't made it yet because don't say that I don't talk about the same things. That's why I can't agree with my mom. Because she be on my ass like I just be out here city girling it up. And I do not do that shit. Speaking of city girls. I don't be on that. Speaking of city girls. <laughs> While we're on Shout out topic. to JT. I Shout out to JT. JT. And Miami because she held that shit down. I, I just, and I, I don't fe- want to sound like I'm talking shit. I'm going to be honest with you. Somebody had played me a city girl um, mixtape. Or maybe uh, so, something city girls did. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm old. I saw, I'm a YouTube fanatic. 
Mm-hmm. I would sit there and watch music on YouTube, NPR, Tiny, Little mm-hmm. little Dust, Tiny Desk, whatever the fuck. I love live mm-hmm. shows. I love watching shit on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I stumbled upon a documentary on JT in, Miami, in, in, in Young Miami. Mm-hmm. I was fucking floored at their personalities. I was fucking floored at the fact. I didn't know. At that time, I don't even think the half of the world knew that JT was going to jail at the time. Mm-hmm. So if you hadn't watched that, mm-hmm. you didn't know yet that she was mm-hmm. going to jail. I was sick. Girl, I hopped to that title so fast and tried to get all their music because I was like, there was something so gritty and so real about those young women. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I t- like... I felt like they was like my little cousins and shit. Like, they just, like, they grew up with me. Like, their personalities were just so fucking real to me. The mm-hmm. shit that they was doing, the shit they was going through was so real to me mm-hmm. that I was like, I felt compelled to support them. I felt compelled to talk to people about okay. them. Like, yo, fuck that she talking about scamming. Fuck that she talking about her pussy. That's her life. Like, that's her fucking life. Like, yeah. that's some real fucking shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, women from, Bur- like, from Brooklyn, Queens, whatever, like, we all been through some fucking shit. We all yeah. dated a scammer. We all yeah. Scam some shit, nigga. I done scam some shit. Period, poo. So like, we all done been through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all dated a drug dealer at one point or another. So it's just, it was just interesting to see how they was coming up and the shit that they was going through and how hard they was going for their music because Mm -hmm. they know JT was going in. Yeah, I was just. I was just. I had to. I had to support them. Like, I some of the shit I I don't agree with, but I like the city girls. You know, but my mom thinks that. I be damn near talking about the same things. I can't talk about the same things because nah. I ain't really been through everything that they got going on. Your lifestyle is different. That would make me a gimmick if I'm just talking about that because that's what's popping. Right. And I feel like... And I, them, them bitches live through that shit. That's why yeah. I kind of laugh in a way when people talk about that shit because I'm like, mm. even Cash Doll, mm-hmm. she did a, she did an uh, interview with um The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. and I fell in love with her again because I forgot... Sometimes listening to her music, I forget how smart she is. Mm-hmm. I forget how street smart she is. Mm-hmm. I forget how real she is. Because mm-hmm. that bitch will fight you. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, bitches start that fighting shit. No, that bitch damn near got a case yeah. trying to beat up her fucking sister's um, boyfriend mm-hmm. from abusing her. So I'm like, bitch, you got Rolexes and fucking. At the end of the day, she don't give a fuck. Was real. Was I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And I think that's some shit that I've always kind of been on. I don't care if I'm in my 30s or not. Nigga, come across, come cross my family, cross my sister, oh, cross yeah. my mother. It's we done on and it. popping. Yeah, period. Pooh, like I'm not yeah. playing with you. So I, it's just the realness. There's some realness into some of these um, new artists that are coming out and emerging. In this. You can tell the difference. A little. You can tell the difference. A little cap. On some of them that are just fabricating and you can, creating. You can you definitely know. tell the difference. Absolutely. With me in particular, I'm just trying to be as unique in me right. as possible. Like, so many people have suggested, oh, why don't you get your body done? Cause no. For what? Because I'm not, you know, I'm not built like, you know, how other bitches done got built. Or just some of them natural. Like, Megan, she natural, you know. But... You know, people have suggested, go get your body done. And I'm not going to sit here and say I ain't considered it. Just because for my own personal feelings, like, dang, I wish my booty set up a little more. Because my mama, she thick. Like, if I was built like my mom, bitches couldn't tell me shit. They still can't tell me shit. But, but at, really the, but at the end of the day, like, Ty, like, you, you, when you put, when you put it together, when we just looking like whatever, sitting in here talking shit, yeah. that's one thing. When bitches put it together, they put it together. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, and I think, I think that, we're just in such a 
plastic surgery yeah error error it's that time <laughs> like bitch the only thing it's i want to do period the only thing i want to do i'm like i thought about getting my ass done like 10 years ago i was like mm, get my ass done bitch i was skinny as fuck still slim but i gained weight like once I hit 27, I gained weight. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so hopefully I'll grow into it. I'm just 23. Right. You're a baby still. You're going to grow into yourself. And I don't think that you should do anything. Because I feel like there's a lot of girls that's your age that's doing stuff. And guess what? When they hit my age, they're going to have to fucking maintain. They're going to have to do surgery again. They're going to have to do their implants yeah. over. And it's unnecessary. I just think that eating right, having a cheat. You can have two, three cheat days. But eat right for the mm-hmm. most part and go to the gym. Yeah. Squats, no shots. Period. Like I'm That's telling true. you, I'm telling you, I filled out niggas be in my DMs now. My ex boyfriends in my DM currently. Yeah. Niggas that used to talk to me do want to talk to me more yeah. now because I didn't fill the fuck out. Oh, you I definitely don't saying? get no complaints. Still. No zero complaints, so, even if I was still skinny. You know what I'm saying? So now yeah, I'm slim, I'm slim thick out here in these yeah. streets, and niggas is on it. So trust me when I tell you, you don't need to do anything. The only thing I want to do is do my teeth. I'm gonna be able to get my whole teeth. I ain't gonna do nothing. You know, I just think about it sometimes because. I would get a BBL. I wouldn't get like nothing put in, but yeah. you know, get my little fat moved around. It's still and, me. and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with I that. I want to get that. That's what I want. I don't want nothing added. But I got enough little gut to if I put it back there, like right at the top, that motherfucker's going to so right. You. And I'm already short and petite. That's, that's really it. it. You, have a, you have a nice shape. You, so, I don't think you should worry about it too much. But yeah. I mean, if you want to do a little BBL, you could do a and little no BBL. And the complaints. They already know Period. what's going on. Period. But yeah. So tell me, if you could do one collaboration with another rapper, dead or living, who would it be and why? Mm, I want to work with Lizzo right now. I love her so much. Really? I love Lizzo because I think she's herself. Mm-hmm. I think she's confident. And that is like the main thing, being confident. You know, I think she's talented. Like she's a musician as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she knows how to play the flute. I knew, I know how to play the clarinet. So I was in band too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just think that's dope that she's just embracing herself. She's putting on for her people that are like her. I just think it's dope as fuck. And now she got, I think she tied with Iggy. Yeah. For the longest number one, number longest one for number one. a female rapper. And I think that's dope. dope as fuck. I love Lizzo. So I would want to work with Lizzo. Yes. Another artist in particular I would work with. Bonus. Dale. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. It don't matter Female or male. I want to work with Kodak, so if you hear this, I want to work with you. But dead. Mm, dead or alive. I would work with Pac. Cause my I mom, knew you was going to say that no, shit. No, because I feel like I'm a little bit influenced by him. Yeah, my okay. mom loves him. Like uh-huh. She always said that was supposed to be my daddy. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. That was definitely supposed to be my daddy. <laughs> but... Yeah, I really like Pac. Like, he was just so intelligent, mm-hmm. you know, and just actually seeing, like, a documentary of, like, his day-to-day life and things that he went through, the things that he talked about. Like, mm-hmm. I just think it was dope, and he would have been a great artist to work with. Okay. So, yes. R.I.P. to Tupac. Yes, R.I.P. Pac. He's R. a R. legend. Pac. If you could be a celebrity power couple, mm-hmm. who would you be with and why? Oh gosh! Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, I'm like celebrity power couple. Like you and that person would be the celebrity power couple about what y'all both got going so on. So this person like my celebrity crush, basically. Yeah, exactly. I like the baby. Ah! He's a short ass. He's so fucking cute. He's cute as shit. Or Kodak. I love Kodak. Like 
I will be that little baby that lives in for sure. I I'm love fucking Kodak. crying. Like, what is it about Kodak that you like? I love me a ratchet nigga. Like, I'm so fucking bad. crying. And it's like he's so ugly. He's fine. Like, he, I'm not doing the this with you. He, the things he talk about, like he just be honest. He don't give a fuck. He young. You know, he talk about his life, and people don't really that he's misunderstood. Okay. Like, I really think he's misunderstood, but I feel like people also don't give him a chance because what the fuck were you doing at 19, 20, and 21? How old is he? He's, I think he's 21 now. Oh, he's a baby. He's really a baby. Yeah, he's young. Like, these are young that artists. Said, that nigga said, fuck that hoe because he, she's a net net. That's the fuck a net net. These are young men who literally came from nothing and then now they built themselves up right. to being at this platform. Right. That's a lot for a lot of people, like, it mentally. Is. And people don't understand that. You know, we regular civilians. We ain't never had to transform like that. All that different pressure. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's really misunderstood. So the baby Kodak, I ain't giving you no know what you thought I was gonna say. I don't even know what you was gonna say. I had no idea. <laughs> who else I love? Oh, Damson Idris. Oh, who the fuck is that? Um, from Snowflake. Snowflake. Snowfall. Snowfall. Oh, oh, the um. Snowfall. Franklin. Franklin's fine. Bitch, let me ass. fucking tell you. You know he British. He is so like he's so, such a wonderful man. They like, did shout out to God. They like, did a season. So season three just ended. Season two they did. Don't even tell me because I I've been so behind. Okay, but so season two. So last I want to say last July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last July I went to the season premiere at SCAD. Mm-hmm. And oh, they had it at SCAD. They, they had it at dope. SCAD. They had they had the first. So you got to watch the first episode of season two. When he got on the stage and he opened his mouth. I was shitting myself. I said, this nigga's British. That shit's sexy. The nigga never fucking... He, the, the first, until he films, he went to LA for the first time. They took him around mm-hmm. LA. He, I, I don't know if he had did screenshots mm-hmm. and screen video or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when they chose him. Mm-hmm. Because he put on a little American accent mm-hmm. and it worked. They brought He's him so to LA. They brought him to LA for the first time. Like, this is the first time he ever came to fucking America to fucking work mm-hmm. and film this sh- amazing show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Power or snowfall? They gotta take a snowfall any day of the week. They both fire now. They both fire. They're both fire shows. But only thing about. I gotta go watch the last episode. Don't. Please. Well, this was the was this the no, it's finale? not. It's not. So next week. Next but, week. Yeah, don't. When I tell you this, no, 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 no. I'm just gonna say this. Okay. I'm just gonna say this. This week's episode of Power was like four episodes in one. It was, bitch, what? I was on the fucking floor yesterday. You understand me? I was a, I, like, I was on the kitchen floor like, bitch, what? I know my neighbor probably was like, who the fuck, what the fuck going on in there? Oh, I was man. like, oh, hell no, nah, Tasha. I'm so sad. I'm, well, not sad, but I'm so thankful that nobody spoiled it for me. Because you no, know how people talk to I was do. surprised too because nobody spoiled it yesterday. I didn't see nothing. I think people were thinking like it was over. Oh, whatever, because you know how they skip the week. Yeah, skip the week. I was yes. last week. So yeah, so I knew they was gonna skip a week. So they gonna do the finale, and then they're gonna do a mid season, and then gonna end it. But I think the mid season probably gonna come back in like January, February, because that's usually when mid season. Wait, so this start. isn't the last season? This is the last season, but I think they're gonna extend it. So you know how last like seasons usually be like eight, nine, eight to ten episodes just yeah. about. So I think what they're gonna do, they're gonna do this episode mid season finale, and they're gonna bring back whatever the rest is in twenty twenty. But I think it's gonna be in January or February. Because I seen them doing something with Mary J. Blige supposed to be in it, uh-huh. like the Power Two. Shade Room posted that shit. I can't keep up. They post so fucking much. Too but yeah, it's yeah, it was good. But back to Snowfall. I think yeah, Frank. Like that shit is more realistic to me because that yeah. was really how the crack epidemic started yeah. in L.A. And it was just 
it, it's just a brilliant show like how yeah. they put it together and everything like that and the acting is good so it's just like yeah I really like Snowfall so yeah, shout good. out to Dams and Idris I love him and he's a nice looking he will young definitely man. be a power couple girl the and babies. the little outfit like they polos they fucking Lacoste I'm like but nigga I'm about to buy a nigga some Lacoste yes. fucking Lacoste shirts that shit don't make him look good yeah make like they dress so good in the 80s I'm like what mm-hmm. we'd have been popping we'd have been popping so, yeah, those are my three. Yes, three. All right, so Kanye West. Okay. So Kanye dropped an album, uh, Jesus is King. So my thing is this. Y'all know how I feel about Kanye. If you've been listening to the Mean to Be podcast, you already know I'm, mm-hmm. he's the cousin that I just kind of put on the background until 2020 because I feel yeah. like he needs to be a little bit consistent and I need to believe him. We don't believe you. You need more people. The famous words from Hove. I just mm-hmm. feel like... Don't use like I, don't get me wrong. He had Jesus walks, and I thought that that was controversial when it came out. Damn, um, that was an era, man. That just brought back nostalgia, bitch. Like that oh was the real gosh. that was the real Kanye days. You understand what I'm saying? Like I feel like sometimes I was in flashing lights, and flashing lights used to give me life. I was in college, yeah. flashing lights gave me life. Like yeah. you know, uh, game, uh, was the shit the the album that he did with with Hove? Like it gave me life. But my thing is. It's just been a lot of different shit with him, especially with, you know, the conversation that he had at TMZ, the statements that he made. Mm -hmm. And then now, you know, he's been on this journey, apparently, trying to get into back and right back right and he's been doing these sunday services so now you're traveling and you're going to other churches black churches he went to a black church in brooklyn he went or was it he came out here uh, he came out here to new birth um you know i i i just i just really i feel like he's a great businessman but i feel like kanye is using this opportunity and using the black church to build something and gain back the trust of yeah, his community. Yeah, because he lost us. He did. You, lost you, you said what you said on TMZ. You said that slavery was a choice. You had a MAGA hat on. Yeah. And that's problematic. I don't I don't fault him for talking to Trump. I don't fault Steve Harvey for talking to yeah. Trump when Trump first came into office and came and, you know, started his administration. Those were, regardless of which, those are conversations maybe they need to have with him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what a lot of people fail to realize is that all the rappers, all the black folk, they used to fuck with Trump mm-hmm. before Trump became a president before and before Trump turned into a That's you know, true. See, I never, into a Republican. I never really thought about that. I'm from New York. I never Trump thought about that. owns buildings, apartment buildings. He owns a, uh, uh, hotels. I used to go to Atlantic City for a quick weekend, go, ha- go to his casino, Taj Mahal, Trump Towers. Like, them hotels was popping. Mm-hmm. Now that he's been a president in all the shit that he's been doing, no, I would never patronize that. I mean, every some things are just not meant. Exactly. I just don't think he was meant to be in this position. I'm like, damn, I thought you used to have... You used to have to have qualifications, right. like right. you know, but being also, had political experience. You know, he always been he always been semi a racist, but the shit just got a little bit more crazy because he had money and he had to appeal. So because of the amount of money he had and the interest that he had, it appealed mm-hmm. more to the Republican Party. And you never know, somebody pushed him up to be uh, the president, just as somebody pushed Obama to be the president. We don't know who, what, where. I watched a lot of. I watch a lot of like little political yeah. shows. So I've watched little shows like uh, House of Cards, Scandal, all that. I believe there's cons- 
conspiracies in this I fucking um, government that's I beyond agree. us that we don't even fucking know about. So I always believe I that agree. there's a little puppeteer, puppeteer in these candidates sure. that do go up. You know what I'm saying? And I think that Trump was just that person for the fucking Republican Party. Whether yeah. they were agree with him or not, whether they like him or not, they're still going to stand by him because the grand old party, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They don't falter and they don't fall under pressure, they still support each other regardless of what's going mm-hmm. on. So impeachment or not, or whatever the fuck, he's still going to be point, here. At the damn next election on the way. Period. But at this point. This shit is a mess. So having, the, again, having those conversations with Trump, I felt like that was the shit that was going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this. Don't, for Kanye, you're coming into the game and you're like, on these drugs, you're depressed, you're going through the shit that you're going through, and then you go to TMZ, which is, you know, a big outlet for us. Regardless of if it's real news, fake news, whatever, mm-hmm. it's still a big outlet for us, and you say the shit that you said. And mm-hmm. shout out to Van Lathan for putting that in his place. I mm-hmm. still hold Van Lathan to the highest regard because of it. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, you know the black community fuck with the church. hmm so you gonna do this album? And everyone's like, oh, the album is so good. Everything I, I, listen, I, I listen to it. You haven't listened to no. it? I haven't either. I ain't listened to it. I I feel like Kanye West is a little bit of like everything that he used to talk about. Like as far as like going against black women. Like ever since his mom passed, he just been a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Like I really feel like mm-hmm. that took a whole toll on him. Right. I don't think he ever really dealt with it. Like you don't glorify your black women like how you used to preach. Mm-hmm. Or how you used to push that you don't. But I will do say that. this: I feel like he always was in love with Kim. Like he always wanted Kim. Like I feel like that's a, like that. He's a fucking. That's not a, saying that there's nothing wrong with interracial dating, right? But that just that just a touchy t- subject for me because I hate black men that love to glorify everything but black women. And it's it's prevalent. Like, and that's I think very that, I think that he's been the poster child of that and pushing that um, agenda. Um... But it's funny because he's on this journey, right? And there's been people that said that people that were, you know, producers and other people that were working on the album with him, he asked them not to have premarital sex while working on the upcoming album. Like, nigga, what are you talking about? It seems kind of culty to me. Right. It's kind of weird to me. That's okay. why I ain't really get into I, I, I don't say that really too. get into Kanye West because I feel like he on a whole different space. Yeah. So I'm I'm not a Kanye fan. Like you won't catch me listening to him. I don't have really nothing against them, but I really don't have see value on the I things that he has to say. Though anymore. I still want the sneakers. I, I just ain't. Too. I just ain't bought them. But I, I feel like too. if somebody bought them for me, I'm gonna. Yeah, that's cute shoes. I give them that. They the are, are cute. Cause I got some but you're not getting my coin. Right. Somebody gotta buy it for me. So Christmas gift. But like, I don't know when the fifties want me. Period. Okay. <laughs> so it's just like. I don't know, like, and then, okay, so there was a clip that was circulating on the web, and it said, you know, he was talking to Kim, Mm -hmm. in particular on this episode, um, and you know, she been going through a couple of things, because she has, like, psoriasis, so she be tanning her skin. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm I'm a guilty pleasure, I do watch the show. Okay. I do watch it. I don't fucking like them, but I still watch the show. You watch the show. Because sometimes, I'm So you the one giving these people clout. I don't give them clout, but I just, I just, I'm intrigued, and because of what I do, because of the podcast, that's and, true, and the shit that I do is just like I want to be in the know, and you I need just to be know trying to understand on. certain shit about them. So I did watch, I, I do watch the show from time to time. So I didn't know she's been dealing with psoriasis for a while, and then she had like a little anxiety because she was going to um, the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. So there's a Met Gala, I think it was earlier this year. 
It could be early. No, it wasn't last year. It had to be earlier this year. So, on an episode, she, this is when Kim went to the Met Gala and she had a nude theory Mueller patent dress. So, it just looked mm-hmm. like wet um, okay. patent leather on. Mm-hmm. But it, it was very, it, was, it looked risque, but it wasn't. It just matched mm-hmm. her skin complexion. It, it was gorgeous. And she, looked, she had that wet, slick hair look. So, I, I remember, I remember her picking her outfit and in the show, um, Kanye's on the show and he's asking, he was t- like talking to her about dressing a certain way and how her being, um, her, her risque pictures affects him and all this other shit. And she kind of got at him and I appreciated it 155%. Mm-hmm. I see the demise of their relationship happening very, very soon. You see it? I see it. Four kids or not, I see it. Um, yeah. I see it. I've been seeing it. Um, keeping too much in tune. But, but he was just like, you know how her pictures are provocative and this is 7th third. And she told, told him straight up, you're on the journey that you're on the journey. And I, on, on your journey or whatever it is that you're going through and I'm not there yet. But you built me up to be this person. You hyped me up to be this person. And then now you yeah. want to tell me the opposite. You know what I'm saying? And I have to agree with her. you to change your heart. Nigga, that nigga took her Jesus. whole clothes out of the closet. Took shit out, Louboutins, Giuseppe's, all this expensive clothes and put it out in the hallway. Shit that she was trying to like purge her closet and get her new shit. When they first, I don't know if it was, I could be wrong guys. It could have been when they first got married or when they was about to get married. He did that shit. Like he built Kim up, styled Kim. He went to Paris to style Kim that same weekend that she got robbed. And Mm. she, I think he had flew back home. He went to style her. Like, wow. that's the type of shit that they be on, or they used to be on. So now that he's been on this journey, it's like, okay, Kanye, so you on this other, other shit now, mm-hmm. and you want everybody to follow suit, but we still re- fucking remember. remember. And that's what bothers me about us, is that as a community, we're too fucking forgiving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, let's forgive him in 2020, but in 2019, we bumping his fucking music just we, because it says Jesus is king. People do anything for clout. I've said this several times, like, and people will jump on a bandwagon quick as fuck. Right. Like, they just will. Now, get, don't get me wrong. I've listened to these Sunday services, and the production that he puts together is beautiful. It is. It really is. I say and that. It kind of makes me sad because he is so talented. However, you kind of tarnish your reputation with me to where I don't care what you put now. Like right. I said before in this podcast, like, I'm all about character. And I've seen your character, and I don't, I don't like it. So right. it, I won't support. I, I don't hop on bandwagons. I don't, I don't do trending. I don't ever hop on none of the trending stuff. I always, I'm late as fuck. So it's just, it really kind of sucks because he's so talented. But using the black community now is like to try to switch it up is definitely a business plan. Right. And and I sure. feel, I definitely feel that way. It's unfortunate. Like, I'm like, yeah, you got to do better, bro. If this is really a cry for help, if this is really something that you're doing for real, for real, I need to see it from here on out. I need to see it until 2020. I need to see it consistent going. I need to see concerts be just about that. I need to see it be for so real. So he's a gospel real. artist now? Cause but I but that's, that's been the thing. It's been a debate if it was a gospel or a rap album. Some people yeah. say it's a rap album. Some people say it's gospel. I, who's to say? Who's to say? I don't know because I ain't listened to it. And I can only go by little clips that I'm mm-hmm. seeing on people's like IG stories and shit. Yeah. But... I, I, I can't support because I just feel like I need to know the consistency. I need to see it a pattern. genuine. I need to know that it's genuine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's what's going on with Kanye West, y'all. I just, I don't know. We could formulate our own opinions about it, but... I gotta listen to the album first. Once I listen to the al- album, I'll, I-, I could make an opinion then. But like I said, I'm right. not a Kanye fan. And the last album, I didn't listen to. I didn't listen what to- was the name of that? I don't know. I, I think know. the last song that I liked by Kanye was the Paranoid Joint. Why I use the Paranoid... I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. I wasn't really talking about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. There's just so many other things that he's done. Like, great things that he's done. So, I'm just like, "Mm, yeah. People love him, but I think shit like that be overhyped. He just, he he been doing too much. Team too fucking much. Yeah. So, like, talking about Kanye, talking about these females in the rap game, Mm -hmm. um... How do you feel about the current state of hip-hop right now? Um, you're a young, up-and-coming rapper. You have, you're from the South. I feel like mm-hmm. no shade, no tea to L.A., no shade, no tea to New York. But I feel like the South is kind of like holding it fucking down for the hip-hop community, whether people think it's gibberish rap or not. It, gibberish rap? I don't really think it come from the, the artists from the South side, though. And I, the I, gibberish rap. I feel. I feel like the gibberish rap came from the likes of the Futures, the Migos, and I think that everybody okay, okay, else, okay, okay, okay. Everybody else has tried to jump in and emulate it in a way. I think uh, the drug culture has really changed. Okay. the music. At one point, music was about you know love. If you think about all the older black artists, they mm-hmm. talked about love and relationships and being together, like our Jodeces, all our our men groups, things like that. Uh-huh. The stuff that people are talking about now is completely different. Yeah, like no, ain't nobody trying to be in relationships no more. Nobody wants to be in love. Nobody, fucking bitches with Gucci flip flops. Yeah, them. nobody wants to knock boots for real, for real. Like people, you know, it, even Biggie, different. even Biggie, even if he was. Trying to fuck a bitch, trying to fuck a bitch, and his her sister, or trying to. You must be used to me yeah. spinning. It was different. Yeah. It was a different time, but now it's just like. Um, I just feel like we we. It's, I feel like it's losing the authenticity. Okay, it's not about the music anymore. It's about the image, the perception. You can be trash as fuck, but if you got your chains on, if you got the car, if you got the clothes. Even like if you're not even a rapper, if you have one of those things, they automatically think you're a rapper. Mm-hmm. That's just the culture that it is now because it's no longer about the music, the quality of the craft at all. It's right. just people putting shit together. So I definitely feel like the quality of hip hop, the culture of it has definitely declined. Okay. I, I just agree. Like, I don't think r- no real, real, real good music has been out since like early 2000s. Okay. Just being honest. That's when everything started to change and people just more so had an opinion or value the artist itself just about how they looked and the things that they had. It's not really about the the craft and what they're talking about anymore. That's my personal opinion. I have to agree. Like, so how do you feel about like how all these female rappers are kind of like coming out one after the other? How do you see the female rap game? Do you see it changing for the better? Or do you see it being saturated with the No, I'm not going to say saturated because it's hella male artists. So Uh I'm not going to say saturated because just like it's room for them. It's room for men to have a hundred different... Men to have a hundred different artists. We can do the same thing. It just wasn't as common because women didn't really use their voice. 
you know, when our older female artists like our Queen Latifahs, our Raw Diggas, our Kims, our Foxies, they use their voice. And that was kind of like, <gasps> at the time, or even right. before them, like our Shantae's, like people like that, like they use their voice. So that was just kind of like big and bold. Mm -hmm. People are a little bit more confident now. They feel in themselves a little more. So I feel like that's why we're starting to see more female um artists now female artists mm -hmm. now than what we used to so i'll never say it can be saturated because do, do you think that we'll get to a place where there'll be a hundred percent female camaraderie in the business because uh, i feel like i don't think so just because natural women human nature like how we act we're very like catty which is why you won't ever see me with a whole gang of bitches do you ever. think that it's cattiness or do you think that our male counterparts kind of Post this against each other. Mm, I don't know because just being a, even if you're not an artist, just being a woman on a regular day basis, a bitch wouldn't know you from Adam. Will still find a way not to like you for some reason somehow. So I just think it's just our in our nature to be like that. Okay. To feel like we gotta be in the top spot or the only one. You know, we very territorial type of people. Like we're mm -hmm. territorial creatures. Like what's ours is ours. Which is why I didn't really care for how Nikki acted you know when cardi was first coming out because i feel like you feel like you're the only bitch that could be in this spot and that's not true okay like we know you talented we know you gifted like we gave you your props like it's time for other people you know you you want to do other things now you want to get married you want to have your kids like make room it's room out here for Plenty everybody right so i don't know i don't feel like it'll ever be saturated i just think the quality is not as good which is why I try to be as unique as possible. Try to talk about a little bit other things. Mm -hmm. I don't really necessarily talk about my pussy in every song. I may reference it here and now. But, you know, I'm more so. Possibly so because the P is the power. The power it's is the it's P. so much power in this thing. Period. Yeah, I, sometimes I'll be having to write music to remind myself. Honestly. And not even. Let me. Right. No, but you Next right because my mom is gonna listen to this and be on my ass, and I'm not it, trying to hear but it. But the thing about it is, I did an episode a couple last year. I did a I did an episode called "The Power of the P," and I did the power of the P because of um, just kind of the abuse that I had heard about with Fab and Emily B and stuff like that. And it mm -hmm. wasn't even about them. I don't give a fuck about them, honestly speaking. But it was just more so about like you're a bitch. You have a career. You have shit that's going on, mm -hmm. and you are popping like mm -hmm. but you over here because you had a dude that got shit going on or whatever you feel compelled to let him abuse you and put you put you in a spot mm -hmm. and pigeonhole you period like all together that to me i always get passionate about it because i'm like women don't realize how much power they have, have. i think yeah. our mothers our grandmothers like they put up with a lot of bullshit our aunties our sisters mm -hmm. our cousins they put up with a lot of bullshit and in 2019, you don't have to do that shit. You don't. You could tell these niggas where and how to go. And mm -hmm. it ain't going to be the other way around. And I think that we're gaining a lot more power. But I think that we're still kind of stuck in a way. Like, we're not really understanding it. So, yes, you should remind yourself. At the end of the day, sex, think, sex is a thing. Your yeah. pussy is a thing. And I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to sit here and be like, act oh. Like it ain't there. Like, like, let's not act like it's not there. Like, nigga, this shit make the world go around. It this does. shit make money, money move. This yeah. shit make things happen. And I can work my corporate job every day, but I know that my pussy's powerful because yeah. I'm walking through these offices and niggas is turning their heads to look at mm -hmm. me. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What they looking at me because I got nice hair because I got nice weave. That's mm -hmm. not what they looking at. Yeah. It's my essence. It's my. It's what's within me. It's within. What's, what what, what? I know what the fuck going on. Period.
So it is what it is. So it's not about talking about your pussy and being derogatory. It's about understanding like, you know, that this this woman, this woman, okay, we talk about the womb, is yeah. is just a lot heavier and a lot deeper than what a lot of people like to give credit for. And I think that's what more so my mom wants me to talk about. She just wants me to be a little bit more deeper in my music and not make it seem like that's all we're good for because mm-hmm. in a song that's on my project um it's called forget about you i've referenced how you know what did the next woman do that was better than me like was her pussy fatter was it juicier was it wetter uh-huh. and it really bothered her because she in her opinion it sounded like i'm just saying oh automatically because you're cheating on me it's because she got this 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 when really niggas just ain't shit and they're gonna do it regardless they're gonna do it regardless but, but I was also like, no. sometimes we want to know we yeah. want to know what was it about this bitch that was better than me because right. you told me i was your everything right and that's what I tried to explain to my mom and like let her know. But our, no, our, I'm not moms, just saying our, this all our mother's generations are different than ours for sure. And sh- who want to hear their child talking like Nobody that? So I had to. to understand that. So I give my mom a pass, but am I ever going to send her exclusives anymore? No. no. <laughs> she will just hear it when it comes out at this point because she be on me. Shout out to my mom. But yeah, I feel like women. We have so much power that we don't know, but I feel like we're learning every day with seeing the Megan Thee Stallions come, the City Girls, like, that we can be on this platform, the Lizzo's, that we can hit number one, like, it's empowering. Right. Like, a lot of people got a lot of shit to say. Talk, I do talk my shit Tuesdays, every Tuesday. I took a break trying to work on my project, but that is coming back. But I do talk my shit Tuesdays because I have some shit to say, and people have a voice. They want to use their voice. Right. And with social media, I feel like that's what's really changed the rap culture as well mm-hmm. which where i feel like the quality of it is a lot lower because it takes nothing to blow up mm-hmm. back in the days people was out go the viral that's it they had street they was doing their street promo and like a motherfucker you had to drop your fucking they was hustling. you had to you pass it on to a dj you had to yeah you had in to the, sa- in the south you, if you gave your album not your album your ep or your single to a strip club dj yeah that's how your music was going to catapult yeah. because it started in the strip club that's mm-hmm. where folks was really yeah. like you know launching their careers and Eugene their, yeah. had to build those relationships then but now it's a little bit easier and I feel like the easier things get the quality sucks even more it's gonna deter so that's sure. how it's happening but hopefully things can change like there's some super dope artists like I said like Lizzo like Tierra Whack like me Ty the Goddess who else are other dope female artists I feel like talk about a little bit more London London B, yes, of course. Can't forget my sis. London B, who else? Uh, yeah. Triple Play Squeak, that's my sis. She talks about her story. You know, she's mm-hmm. from Tennessee as well. So I feel like new artists are coming out that'll really kind of change the tempo. Okay. Because I can agree with Jermaine Dupri in a certain, you know, extent when he talk about, you know, what do you call it? Stripper rap? What do you call it? Yeah. What did, did he call he it? Did, no, he said that. He was stripper like, rap? It was, like, it was like stripper rap. But I mean, if we, if we're honest with ourselves, not, you know, trying to downplay the, you know, the ladies that are strippers, but the things that are being said. Or just said, the things that they're talking about. The things that are being said in these songs yeah. is the shit that go on in yeah. the strip clubs and, you know, the twerking and all the videos and the dance and the ass, like, that's what's going and on. We glorified we, the derriere to right. another level. And that's what's really all of these songs are about. So I could agree with him to a certain extent on his comments on that. But that's kind of how I feel about that. Okay. So, to wrap things up, what are your end of year goals? What 
do you have in store for 2020? Because, I mean, damn, that's fucking 2019. It's pretty much over. Yes, we are in the last quarter of 2019. I am so, like, ready to just actually get more out here and network. I'm mm-hmm. very, very antisocial. So I'm Baby, this ain't the town to be antisocial. And I know point. they're cap. I know that they're fucking cap out here, but you're gonna, there are really, really good connections and really, really good people that it's, I think that if you get out more than even like because yeah. I think you're doing a great job now. You get out more, I'm telling you, you're you'll you're gonna get to that di- next yeah. level. It's just kinda difficult being a female artist for one and mm-hmm. then not having a team. I literally do everything as far as like my marketing, my beat selection, mm-hmm. the writing, the promotion. I literally do everything myself. That uh-huh. shit cost. That shit takes time because at the end of the day I'm still the artist, which mm-hmm. re- which requires are you, me are to you be working creative. are you working with management? Are you seeking management? Um, I would love some management, somebody that's willing to build with me because right now music ain't making me no money. So uh-huh. I don't really have money to pay somebody to do that right now. That's but right, if yeah. I could find like a manager But that, if they put themselves and yeah. they put you in the right positions, not only we finna make eat, some money. He he or she would eat as well. Cause I got the sauce. I got what it what it takes mm-hmm. i have the talent you know i feel like i have like the image uh-huh. if that's what, how we want to put it so i would need a manager that actually can put me in the right place and is willing to work with me so i can start making that money mm-hmm. but right now you know and i don't expect nobody to work for free so i understand that right so until i'm able to generate enough on my own to make people be like okay i'm ready to thug it out with her like let's see what we can do with this I'm going to just keep thugging it out by myself until gotcha. then. But a lot of people have reached out. But like we said before, it's big cap. Like, nobody's really serious. Nobody's ever going to go as hard for your shit like you are on your own. So, that's where I'm at with it. So, just networking more, not being so antisocial, getting out here, working, doing these podcasts, doing these interviews, talking to these DJs, these Mm-hmm. The civilians, the audience, the people. So I want to do that more. This is why I started like with the street promotion that I've been doing, like mm-hmm. putting my flyers up Absolutely. in popular places. So doing that, um, just being more comfortable in the studio. Mm-hmm. I really feel like I got an awkward voice because it's kind of deep. I and, like your voice. And when it's, it's different. But when I'm in the studio, it's like, I don't know. I hate hearing myself. So I'm learning to be more comfortable. You got to be more comfortable. You got to find my voice. Your, and I think over time, you're going to find your rhythm. And you're going to find what makes mm-hmm. you tick even more. Like, yeah. you got some good shit going on right now. Yeah. So it's going to grow and it's going to get to the next level. You just got to keep building mm-hmm. on your craft and, you know, working with people that, you know, Definitely. believe in what, what it is that you're doing. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Oh, man. Hopefully I done made a mark. I would really, I would really like to at least have my a Grammy by then, cause not even just with rapping, like I songwrite as well. I was just gonna say that I have some beautiful songs that I wrote, but I can't sing. I can hold a little note, but I can't sing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if I could get those that those songs out somewhere, not even through me some, as an artist. You need to get, you need to get a young lady or a young man that can mm-hmm. sing decently and have them reference songs for you so that you can shop your songs. And see, I reference my own shit, but maybe that's probably why I ain't really going nowhere. You need to get somebody that's really good, that's up and coming, Mm -hmm. that can reference your stuff and wouldn't mind referencing Mm -hmm. your stuff because not only can they have their their voice be heard but also your song who's the mm-hmm. songwriter who wrote this did you write mm-hmm. this or no i didn't write this tyler got tyler goddess penned yeah. this you, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but we can get into that after so the show. <laughs> definitely you know getting some of my actual songs that i've written out there um hopefully i get a grammy within the next five years 
uh, I want to be, I don't know. I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like in the current state that I'm in right now, I'm not really happy because I'm not where I want to be. So I don't feel like oh, it's I gotta be. It takes time. I don't. You working? Yeah. I don't ever want to be that the biggest star. Like being the star ain't really it. I really want to be able to provide for my family, provide for myself, the goals that I want to achieve. Because my end goal is I want to own my own record label. Because mm-hmm. I do my research on these different, you know record companies and how they do their artists seeing how TLC was done Tony Braxton was done mm-hmm. like just things like and that now it's so different it's, I feel like, even, I feel like it's, it's worse now because literally it's not oh you have an album deal or you have a two album deal you have publishing you got right. management like it's, it's so to deep a po- it's to a point now everybody gets a cut and you're not and then literally you're getting a million dollar deal off of one song mm-hmm. that million dollars you're never gonna see it mm-hmm. like I'm looking at a no shade, no see. I'm looking at a nigga like Blueface. That nigga career is done if you don't fucking like you like to me. I'm like, you need some endorsements. Some, like nigga, what? Like, like what do you have? You went and bought this house. You did this. You did that. And I'm like, I don't know the nigga from Adam, but I'm just looking for the longevity aspect of it. Like out of all these artists that have one or two hit wonders, yeah. What do you have? That song is terrible. So yeah. I wouldn't even spend no damn money. I agree. It's catchy. But it's a little bit different now where they're getting these one-off deals and there's no longevity to what it is that they're no doing. No longevity, and which is why I kind of want to be in and out. Like I said, I, I would like to have some longevity in it, of course, because I do feel like I do have talent and things to say and that people will appreciate. Right. But if that does not happen for me, I won't feel bad about myself. I really want to be able to do the things that I want to do as far as like starting my own record label. I want to start a foundation for endometriosis. That is something that I've struggled with. Mm-hmm. And I really want to fund research for why women have menstrual cramps. Because some women do and uh-huh. some women don't. And a lot of women suffer from this every single month. I'm one of those women who suffer from menstrual cramps and endometriosis every single month. And mm-hmm. it's terrible. And mm-hmm. I want to know why. Like, is it like, our is eating? Is there a gene? Is, is there the genes? Our yeah. eating habits? Like, is it something in the water? God damn it. I want to know. Like, yeah. I want to know what it is. So I want to fund research for that. So hopefully in the next five years, I can get that going. Um, Five years, I'll be, what, 28? So now no babies yet. Well, 28, yeah. I actually might want to have some kids by about 28 because I don't want to be too old. So that's kind of like my goals right there. Getting my record label started, that's still kind of young. Mm-hmm. So. But making steps towards that, for sure. That's Definitely dope. propelling as an artist. Well, you got some goals, sure. ma'am, that you 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 definitely want to get popping and get going for yourself, and yeah. that's admirable. Uh, I mean, I think that a, young, a lot of young women they're thinking about doing things, but they're not doing those things yet. They're you not putting themselves it. in those positions as of yet. So it's inspiring to see someone your age try to pull up and get it cracking the way you're 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 doing it. And at the end of the day, everything is growth. Everything is taking your time and building that building that foundation for yourself, yeah. and also. You know, you're going to, in networking, you're going to meet your team and you're going right. to try to pull some pieces right. together for yourself. And, um, I mean, I see artists now that don't have major, huge teams. Mm-hmm. You just need that one person that's going to believe in you and all those things are going to come together. So, I definitely for think sure. that you're in the right position. You're at the right time. The right and place. you just need to, you know, network more and put yourself out there because you're doing great things. You got the following. Yeah, people I'm, do fuck with you. They they, they fuck repost, with me. Shout they, out to my supporters. They repost really, all your shit. I, I see love it. Y'all. So you Thank know, y'all so much. You definitely, definitely got 
a lot in store and for the future. thank you for having me on your podcast. Like, this she is told me, she's like, hell. you want, um, when you gonna put me on your podcast before I blow I, up? I, I have to like, come see about her. Have to come see about it because you know we work together and she's always been super sweet. And then I didn't even know she had a podcast until we started following <laughs> each other on social media. I'm like, what? You know a podcast? Yeah. Then I actually started listening to some of them. She's so fucking funny. I was like, I gotta be on one of them. So just thank you for having me, giving Absolutely. me this platform to talk about myself, talk to your viewers, the people that don't know me, mm-hmm. like. I'm super appreciative. Absolutely. And tell them again. We tell the listeners again where they can find you. Yes, you can find me on um Instagram at Ty the Goddess, T Y E T H E G O D D E S S. Same thing for Twitter. All of my music is available on all streaming platforms. Apple Music, Spotify, Title, Deezer, Napster, it, Title everything is on everywhere, and it was on title y'all for title and Apple iTunes. iTunes is on there, iTunes, iTunes okay. everything. Make me your ringtone, help me with my streams, honey, because I need <laughs> some more streams. Make me your ringtone, but yeah, y'all can find me everywhere. Uh, Big Caps, my latest single that just released, definitely go check that out. The Goddessy, which is my uh, first official project that we'll be releasing very soon. So just stay tuned with me, follow me on my social media. I'm pretty, I'm cool.